Now, if there's nothing else, I'd like to get to Godfather Minute. My name is Alex Robinson. And I'm Andy Robinson. And we are two brothers who host the Godfather, Godfather Minute. Minute. We take a random minute of the Godfather and we uh, talk about it's it one minute at a time. time. Behind the scenes information and a lot of silly jokes and bad impressions. So uh, strap yourselves in. We are talking about minute 27. Already Is that up right? to 27? Tw- yeah, we're already up to 27. Beginning our second half of the year of doing the show. If you haven't figured it out, if you haven't figured it out, you know, practice my, my gangster voice, Alex. Oh, that's a good one. Is yeah. that like a, uh, like a, like a more Weasley Fredo? <laughs> yeah. Would you ever trust a guy in your crew who talked like that? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll get the job done. Yeah, just just let me know. <laughs> I don't judge a man by the tone of his voice. I judge him <laughs> by the content of his character. Okay. All right. Would you promote someone who spoke like that to oh, no. lieutenant status? No. <laughs> Lieutenant. Well, Alex, here's your Italian lesson for the day. See? Si. E minuto. E minuto. Numero. Ventisette. Sette. Minuto numero. Ventisette. Sete. Sete. Yeah, you got it. Oh, close enough. Yeah. So, uh, there you go. My my Italian proceeds. Bravo, uh, bravo. Uh, Bravissimo. Um, oh, I couldn't remember the ones from last week. Grazie. Uh, <laughs> it reminds me, I don't think we've mentioned Joey Zaza the past two weeks. Joey who? Joey Zaza. Zaza. Hey, by the way, if you, how, how can listeners send us an audio recording of them saying Zaza? Hmm, let's see. Well, I guess... I I'm asking because we would love to just drop them into the podcast. Yeah. Why not? Sure, yeah. So uh, how can people do that? Mm, can they do that? Can they email us? If they I can email us, they can send us a little audio file. Well, even though, we've, uh, even though we have um, been at this for half a year now, I don't think we officially have an email set up yet. Oh, boy. So That's because um, we don't want the feds to track us. We, you learned that from Don Corleone, didn't you? <laughs> it's true. We can keep your, keep your friends close and your email address closer <laughs> so uh you know what let me uh look into setting that up it, oh and since you're yeah. looking into it try to find out if zaza at gmail is available oh totally oh yeah we should totally just get a, a, a z mail of uh just of, zaza uh, at gmail okay i'll look into it somebody <laughs> surely had to have taken that and i think it's z-a-s-a yeah, that yeah. Makes although sense. we always pronounce it with Z, all Z. He's all Z's. That guy. all Z's all He's the all time. Z's. <laughs> well, we're talking about minute twenty-seven. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And minute twenty-seven starts off with uh, the Don, mm-hmm. with Don Corleone saying, uh, "Now, if there's nothing else, I'd like to go to my daughter's wedding." That's right. He's, again, he does not use her name. He says, "My daughter." Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although in this case, it seems different to me mm-hmm. because in this case, it's kind of emphasizing. Like, it's my daughter's wedding day, yeah. as opposed to Connie's wedding mm-hmm. day, you know what I mean? So it's like emphasizing his father uh, status. Yeah. So, uh, and then we get to the finale of the wedding, which is, of course, the mm-hmm. taking of the picture. Yeah. And uh, we know Carlo and Connie are still there, so clearly mm-hmm. the cake has not been cut yet, because mm-hmm. they're leaving right after that. Mm-hmm. 
And so, uh, yeah, they're going to retake the family photo. Mm-hmm. And so they're all lined up for the photo. Mm-hmm. And Mama reminds Carlo that they're taking the photo. Yeah, and it's very <laughs> strange because she says, what does she say? Something like, she says, Carlo, Carlo we're, we're taking the picture. Yeah, but he's standing there. I see Connie kiss him right yeah. before she says that. Is she saying that because she's saying they shouldn't be kissing? Here's what I have. If you look at her, if you look closely at her lips, she's not saying that. Oh, really? It's, it's like dubbed in. And my mm-hmm. guess is much like we were discussing last week. I feel like they put that in there to explain it to dullards in the audience. What, that they were taking a family like, picture? Like, we're taking the picture. Like, really? To, I, what else possibly explanation oh could there be for it? There's no, it doesn't, it's not like any. Um, Do you see Mama's mouth move at all? Mama's mouth is moving. Okay. But it sounds so, very either dubbed in or that like mm. they took it from another. I wonder what she was originally saying when she was standing there. I mean, oh, you know what? I think I know. I think she said, I talked to Marzini. <laughs> wow. Yeah, in that voice, too. <laughs> so she's really the secret one. She's control, the way that Marzini yeah. got into the family. She's like, I spoke to Marzini. <clears throat> I spoke to Marzini. <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing they were all just doing random kind of like, oh, let's get ready for the picture chit chat. But for some yeah. reason, they needed to have Something. clarified that they were taking the picture. Okay, I, I guess. guess. Or maybe that was sort of a cue they needed for Michael to go and grab Kay, because that's that's the next part of the wait, scene. In the wait, what do you mean that that the actress said it so that so that Al Pacino would know it was time to go? <laughs> no, grab her? like I guess from a viewer's standpoint, yeah. Mama says it, and then yeah. all of a sudden you see Michael. It sort of prompts Michael to go and get yeah Kay. I don't know. It's a stretch. Yeah, I probably not. I mean, you know, if you think if you take yeah. that line out, they're all standing there, and then Michael mm-hmm. goes out, and no, no, Michael. So maybe people wouldn't know what was going on. Like, where is? Why is he dragging her somewhere? Yeah, What's yeah, going on? Maybe the, it's such a weird <laughs> thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> so from now on, we have to make a solemn brotherly pledge mm-hmm. that whenever you and I are. T- Posing for a picture together that someone else is taking, we have to say like, "Andy, we're taking the picture." Okay, we'll do it. All right, we'll try to. <laughs> do we do it in Mama's voice? Well, the accent, or in uh, or in Mo Green's voice. Yeah, Mo Green's <laughs> voice. <laughs> we're taking the picture. We're taking the picture, and I can I can make the deal and take the picture. You <laughs> sounds like more like Tessio when you do it. <laughs> I've got two voices. You know that I've got a pirate, and I <laughs> yeah. Well, you, do got, a good, you do a good uh, Luca Brasi. I'll give you. I'll give you that one. Oh, now I'm so, all, uh, all shy about it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then he pulls. I'm, interestingly, now after this podcast episode, I'm going to go in, in alone and practice practice my Luca Brazzi, much like Luca Brazzi was practicing for the wedding. Because wow, now you pumped me all up. So that, I, that would be you acting <laughs> like Luca Brazzi, acting like Vito Corleone, etc. May et your accent sound like a Mo Green accent. <laughs> <laughs> like this, I talk to Buzzy. <laughs> I bet uh, Luca Brasi was a good impressionist. The actor or the the character? The character. Cause you figured really? he had to do a lot of undercover operations and stuff. He probably <laughs> yeah. had to play different characters. And I heard and so when on. he first approached Tataglia or yeah, Tataglia, he was going to use the voice. Yeah, I'm disgruntled with the Corleones. I'm looking for work with another family. <laughs> See, I wouldn't trust that guy. How, oh, you? so you do judge him based on his what? tone what voice. Oh, okay, I see. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so he calls Connie, not mm-hmm. Connie, he calls Kay into mm-hmm. the picture. And, and um, she resists at first. She's like, oh, no, Michael. Yeah. So do you think it's because... She, what is her, what is the, what is the meaning behind her resisting? 
Well, I do think it's symbolic. Her last, sort of the last opportunity for her not to get involved with this family. Yeah, well, like a second to last, because she does when Michael comes back. Oh, that's true. She could easily just say, yeah. you know, maybe by that she's too scared. She doesn't want to. Uh, yeah, you know. boy. And he was away for a year, over a year. That's a long time. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know. Um, I don't yeah, know. Probably it, the formality of it. It's a, right. it's a very formal wedding picture. She's not a part of the family. It does indicate a certain seriousness in the relationship. That mm-hmm. Clearly, this is the first time she met the family. Yeah. So uh, the family, lowercase f and capital F family. Oh, yeah. So, so. Well, now uh, I'm wondering. I should listen back to it. I, are you sure Mama says uh, Carlo were taking the picture? Because maybe she says something like, Kay, stay out of the picture. <laughs> Well, according to <laughs> I the, did that uh, with the gangster boy. Okay, yeah, just stay out of the picture if you know what's good for you. A lot of buffers. Uh, <laughs> according to the annotated Godfather, the complete screenplay, she does say, "Carlo, mm. we're taking the picture." <laughs> okay, so, so maybe uh, the original line that she was mouthing was "K, stay out of the picture." Oh yeah, or, or Michael, do you want K? Do you want mm. K in the picture? <laughs> gets more exaggerated. Sounded like uh, Gene Stapleton. <laughs> Archie, <laughs> we're taking the picture. Um, another 70s icon yeah but Kay finally succumbs and gets into that family picture mm-hmm. yeah. like just drags her right in uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, over on um, Facebook we have the Godfather uh, the Godfather group that mm-hmm. we put together called Fredo Corleone's Mickey Mouse Nightclub mm-hmm. have we ever talked about that on the show I don't think so maybe we'll we, do the bonus kind we probably of today, should start but, talking about it but uh, so uh, listener Grayson hmm Grayson Schuess posted. Uh, he had an interesting thing from um, Diane Keaton's biography, autobiography. Oh, interesting. Lay yeah. it on us. This is what she says. Um, I'm not going to do her voice. Mm-hmm. Here's why I can't forget about the first <laughs> Godfather. Dick Smith, the Academy Award winning makeup artist and Al Pacino. It was Dick Smith's idea to stick a 10 pound blonde wig on my head where it sounded throughout the entire movie like a ton of bricks. Mm. I hated that wig almost as much as the red lipstick and starch broad shouldered suits Theodoro Van Runkel designed for the period. I don't have a clue why I was cast as an elegant wasp. I'm convinced I would have been let go if it weren't for the fact that Paramount begged Francis Ford Coppola to fire Al until they were blown away by the rushes of Michael Corleone's assassination of Captain McCluskey. Uh, oh, wow. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Somehow I managed to slip under the radar. It wouldn't have made that much difference if I was replaced or not. I was just a blonde-wigged wasp in the Godfather's world. I was Kay in a role that I never related to, yet gave me what little I know of Al Pacino. I think they were dating for a while. Oh, really? Yeah. For me, mm-hmm. the Godfathers, all three of them, were about one thing. Al. It was as simple as that. As for the role of Kay, what epitomized it? The picture of a woman standing in a hallway waiting for permission to be seen by her husband. Mm. So uh, Very interesting. Was that Grayson? The person who posted that? Yes, yeah, Grayson. Well, thank you, Grayson. That's that's really interesting. Um, I didn't know that was a wig. I seem a little naive now. (laughs) Well, I don't know. Well, when I was younger, I was always shocked. And it always seemed like... like, um, like cheating to me when I found out mm-hmm. like an actor wore a wig. Oh, really? Yeah. You like, always ex- expected them to, act, to have that hair. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, we're big Marx Brothers fans. Mm-hmm. And like the fact that Harpo, I think all three of them were wearing wigs by. Oh, my, I never knew that. By, really? I think Groucho had his hair in the earlier movies, but starting with a later like post, I think Day at the Races might have been the first one. Mm-hmm. Maybe after that one. 
And Harpo was wearing a wig, and Chica was wearing a wig pretty much all throughout. Oh my gosh, the, I didn't know movies. that. Wow. Yeah, it's funny when you see pictures of them without their wigs on, they looked almost identical because they're, you know, as. You mean Harpo to Chico? Harpo, Chico, and Groucho all oh, look all very similar. Oh, they're all like bald Jewish yeah. guys. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, oh, so she's awesome. wearing a wig. Mm-hmm. And uh wonder, who do you think of the male actors? Who do you think is wearing a wig? Wearing wigs? Oh. Yeah. But we know Tom Hagen is at this point. Oh, boy. Or I mean, Robert Duvall is. I don't know if Tom Hagen is, but he, Robert Duvall He is, is right? But yeah, you can definitely tell, because this part of the movie, yeah. his hairline is much mm-hmm. thicker. And then as... Fredo's hair is pretty thin in the movie, mm-hmm. so I don't think he is. Maybe? I feel like he's wearing a, like a toupee. Mm, okay. It's particularly in these scenes. Mm-hmm. I think once he's out in Vegas, I think that's John Cazal. Is that how you say his name? Yeah. His real hair. So, uh, yeah, that's fascinating because I never looking back, I, I was totally fooled until this this podcast. You're telling right. me they're wearing wigs. Like even Tom Hagen, I never Robert Duvall, I never. Saw oh, really? Through it. Well, yeah. just never, it just never. I just know because he's generally a bald actor. Yeah. And having seen him even in the early role. 70s. I yeah. Guess yeah. He was always kind of yeah. like a, had very thin oh, hair. Fascinating. So, uh, yeah. So uh, later on in the movie, I think it's his real mm-hmm. his real hairline. But, yeah. Uh, anyway, we'll have to keep an eye out for that. Yeah. To see who uh, you know who else? Frankie Fam Angels wears a wig throughout the in whole, the movie. Yeah, he had a lush Whoa. head of golden curls, and he had to put on like a bald a bald. Wig. Oh, he was the opposite. Then he was wearing a bald wig. Yeah, bald. Oh, yeah, got bald it. Face. Oh, so funny. At the end of every day, he'd pu- peel it off, his golden oh. locks go <laughs> cascading down his shoulders. <laughs> He originally wanted, well, maybe that's why he replaced Clemenza, the actor who played Clemenza. Because I heard a rumor Clemenza insisted on, he wanted to be in Godfather 2, but he insisted on showing his real hair, which is his long hippie, early 70s. Oh, it's true. He was a real counterculture, Clemenza. (laughs) So, also, I'm kidding about the Frankie Five Angels thing. I don't think he was wearing a bald paint to cover up his wig of golden curls. I think they were auburn. So, oh. <laughs> uh, so uh, careful if you're in a trivia yeah. contest or something. So, um, oh, his original name was Frankie Five Wigs because every he, day, Monday through Friday, he wore a different mm, wig. He rotated him through the weekend, all natural. <laughs> Let's hit him now while we got the hair pieces. <laughs> while we got the wigs. <laughs> so um, maybe that was a message when you would. When you would kill someone, you leave the wig. And then, <laughs> oh, that means that you not only killed them, but you knew all along they had a wig. Oh, I'm really bad with male, with man, male wigs. Oh, my God. Well, you're you're stunning me this podcast episode. I didn't know any of these. Well, I wouldn't folks. know the Tom Hagen one unless I knew, unless I saw him already with, that mm. I knew he had thinning hair. But, like, you know, you always hear about William Shatner's toupees or, like, Burt Reynolds' toupees. I never would have known. I mean, obviously, more recently, because the guy's yeah. 800 years old and he still has a thick head sure. of gold brown curls. But, uh, <laughs> but like, Burt Reynolds, like, in the like 80s, like, kind of all run, I never would have guessed he never was wearing a toupee. Never. No, I know. And that was before toupee, wig piece technology really was advanced. That yeah, was before so. the hair club for men and yeah. all of those advanced. Propecia and... Yeah. Yeah. Well, lay it on me since we're wig talking dar. about this. Lay it on wig dar. What's that mean? It's, if you can tell if someone's wearing a wig, you have a wig <laughs> dar. wig dar. <laughs> yeah, I didn't make that up. It's from another <laughs> Oh, it is? Right. Yeah. So anyway. Is there like toupee? I think uh, it just falls all thing. under the, okay. same, yeah. the, the same category. Yeah, so. Well, lay it on me now. And I need you to I need you to shoot straight here. Was Marlon Brando? I'll tell you. I'll be honest. Was Marlon Brando wearing a wig? Hmm. You know what? I don't think so. Should we research it? Next episode, we'll uh, we'll, yeah, we'll reveal well, it. Yeah, sure. That's... And I'm kind of setting you up because I wrote a new musical piece 
called uh, you a you, musical hairpiece. <laughs> you asked, we answered. Oh, and okay. so maybe we'll feature it next time when we research something and, and share the answer. Wait, wait, doesn't someone else have to ask us, or or one of us asked? I know it really doesn't make sense. Just like, someone what? asked and we <laughs> yeah. answered. Oh, and I got to re-record it. Someone asked and we <laughs> answered, or we, we asked and we answered. <laughs> yeah, we could just put it in the passive voice. It was asked. And now it's answered. Oh, asked and answered. Asked yeah. and answered. There you go. <laughs> so um, uh, I was going to talk about the fa- the family photo. Let's talk about the family photo. Uh, and I have a few things, too, about some some follow-up wedding scenes in the book. Okay. Yeah, because this is the end. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess we can. This is more or less the end of the wedding. Yeah, so this we'll, is the last. Um, so the first thing I notice when they have the family thing now, I notice mm-hmm. is like, that's... Uh, that's uh, Johnny Complainer's future wife in that scene. Oh, in the photo? <laughs> yeah, she's one of the twin girls that's in the photo. Is Johnny in the photo, too? Johnny is not in the photo. Oh. In that photo, anyway. I think that one's only family members. Oh, that's gnarly. Even the, even the bridesmaid is not in it. So I think oh. that's the, you know, I think it's specifically just the family. Yeah. And Kay, of course. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So the actress's name is uh, Jean, Jean Savarino Pesh. Okay. And uh, she is in all three Godfather movies playing Francesca Corleone. Wow. And uh, she originally had a uh, scene in Godfather 2 mm-hmm. where she she was there with her f- husband, the guy who was to date her, and they were asking Michael's permission to to continue seeing each other. Oh, wow. So it's kind of like the same scene as Connie and uh, Merle, which I know we love that scene too. <laughs> yeah. But so it's a very similar thing, except in this case, Michael likes the guy because he's rich okay. and he's not going to try to move But this up. is some other guy. This is not Johnny Fontaine. It's not Johnny. No, that's what I was saying, the guy in between. So I think this yeah. might have been her first husband, um, who she murdered. What? She ran over her first husband with a car. Oh, on purpose? Yeah, like because he was... Um, she either found out or suspected that he was uh, a rat for the oh for the feds. Gosh! So and she, she and she, she took ran her over took with the a car to do that. Did yeah. she get permission to she's do Sonny's, that? She's Sonny's daughter. That's true. Hot headed Sonny's daughter. <laughs> yeah. Do you think she got permission to do that, or she just? I don't know. It is part it. of the novel, uh, The Godfather Returns. Mm, okay. I think so. Once I got up to reading that, I will. Uh, I will give oh, you a more fascinating. Full book and oh yeah, so it's too, it's too bad for that husband of hers that Clemenza wasn't in the car at the time because he would. What was the character's name? The girl, uh, Francesca. Francesca. He would have said, "Francesca, watch your husband when you're backing out." <laughs> That's a gamer that idea. She heard yeah. it. She's like backing out. That's it. Backing out. So I guess this is a good time to mention that on a bonus content, I plan on following up my uh, book report on um, The Sicilian. excellent. Good, good. And also talking about another book I'm reading, which could be relevant to our our, uh, little show here. Very cool. Don't don't forget, I'm going to quiz you on The Sicilian, because last time you shared that you faked reading a book that a friend had recommended. And we, our listeners, deserve... Uh, integrity. Yeah. You okay. said you'd read it. We, we might need to take a little bit longer break in between recording this episode and the, and the bonus content. Don't worry. It's not a hard quiz. There are 20 multiple choice questions. Scantron. You have your number two pencil with you, Oh, right? of course. Yeah. And I, I even brought my number one pencil. I even oh, really? This is so important. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to read my number one pencil. You purposely use a number one pencil so the test is invalidated. <laughs> yeah, oh, I like guess a, you'll uh, never know which answer. Non-photo like blue pencil. <laughs> So, yeah, so if you want to hear my book report on uh, The Sicilian, 
I can't uh, wait. Then uh, go to godfatherofaminute.com slash support. Sign up, become a member, and uh, stay tuned for that. So, uh, yes, there you go. Anything more about the photo? The wedding photo? It's a great picture. Yes. Yeah, so, well, one thing I noticed when the whole family's standing there, I think this is really, uh, I don't know, genius on Francis Ford Coppola's part, mm-hmm. is that in the wedding scene, we are giving a memorable introduction to, except for Connie, Every character, mm-hmm. every character in the story can tell their role from their yeah. what they do in the wedding. Yeah, Al Pacino's yeah. the kind of reserved, you know, uh, like like thinking guy. Sonny's the hothead mm-hmm. guy. Tom's the sort of voice of reason. Mm-hmm. Fredo's the drunk, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and so on. So and uh, Carlo, we we learn in the office, he's just going to get a living. He's that's not right. Yeah, be yeah. included in so, the family uh, business. Yeah, you know, yeah, interesting. So uh, that was kind of an interesting way of. Uh, it's a good setup, and it's, it's neat. Good. The symbolism of taking a picture at the end of that scene is it. Captures that moment, like these are your characters. Yeah, and now let's ladies see what and gentlemen, happens. your cast of the Godfather. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I guess Connie doesn't really get anything, but she's yeah. and she's, Johnny Fontaine is still crying back in the office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bonacera is all consoling him. Yeah, he's good at these. That's his job is to console <laughs> yeah, sad he's, people. Oh, so he's, he's consoling Johnny Fontaine. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry for your loss. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so you said you had some post-wedding information. I do. Uh, the next minute is going to be the transition of Tom going to Hollywood. And so this is really... Tom where- Hagen goes to Hollywood. <laughs> Wasn't that an Avid Costello movie? <laughs> so there are two parts in the book that have scenes that are not in the film that Coppola decided to cut. Uh, they're, they're short. Uh, this first one is... Wait, wait. So what you're saying is the book is different than the movie? That's right. The book is different than the movie. The book is different than the movie. The book is different. The book is different. The book is different than the movie. Yeah. All right, sock it to me. On page 47, uh, Puzza writes a little bit about what happens after the wedding. This first part is about Connie and Carlo. Uh-oh. Puzo writes. We know, we know Puzo gets into some, some uh, weird stuff with this other uh, relationship. <laughs> yeah, you, never know where, you, know. you never know where Puzo's going to go. Are we going to hear about the size of Carlo's wiener in this one? <laughs> oh, so you read it already? Uh, page 47, Puzo writes. Clean it up! No, no, no. <laughs> the wedding day of Connie Corleone ended well for her. Connie and Carlo Corleone. Although she's not, <laughs> Say con- that. She's not Connie Corleone anymore. She's she Connie. Connie Rizzi. 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 <laughs> Connie Rizzi. Okay. The wedding day of Connie Corleone ended well for her. Carlo Rizzi performed his duties as a bridegroom with skill and vigor, <laughs> spurred on by the contents of the bride's gift purse, oh. which totaled up to over $20,000. In small, unmarked bills. Oh, small bills quiche. <laughs> I, I can see them in the bed in Polly's hand, kind of reaching up over the bed, trying to reach the purse. <laughs> Puzo continues to write, The bride, however, Uh-oh. gave up her virginity with a great deal more willingness than she gave up her purse. Oh. For the latter, he had to blacken one of her eyes. Wow. So on the night, on the wedding night, he punched her in the jeez. Yeah. And I, I guess wow. she, didn't, she didn't want to give up the purse. She wanted to, I, there's no other explanation about it, but it got me wondering about the dynamics of of her keeping money, his money. Was she counseled to keep the money by by mama or somebody else? 
I can't imagine that mama would have said, listen, don't obey your husband. Hold on yeah. to the bridal purse. I'm sure they both would have said. So it was just Connie on her own, I not guess. wanting to give it up. Well, wanting to give it up, but not wanting to give it up. <laughs> yeah, totally. Right? I guess, yeah. We'll have to... Uh... So this is the beginning of the... Or probably not the beginning, but the history of violence leading up to the, the right. scene later. So how would... Um, how would... I can't help but think that uh, Don Corleone would approve. That he would approve? He would approve because remember what he says to Johnny Fontaine? That he's like, oh, we don't want to hit your wife in the face because make, she's making a movie and she laughs at you. So it was a terrible yeah. movie. <laughs> he laughs at you. <laughs> he laughs at you. So would he approve? That's a, would he approve oh, of yeah. Connie's husband hitting yeah. his Ooh. daughter? Um, oh, man. We know Sonny would not. Because Sonny, throughout the book and right, the movie, yeah. gets pissed that Carlo's beating her up. Yeah. Um, and we know Mama says don't interfere when yeah. Carlo is yelling at her or, yeah. or curses her out at the yeah. dinner table later. Oh, that's a good one. I'm going to say he would approve. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. say, yeah, he's old school. I feel like he, yeah. yeah. If she was like, oh, what happened? You know, if, he, if she came out wearing a black guy, but what's the What is ridiculous? This? Yeah. And Don Corleone had him vetted, so he knows kind of what kind of guy he is. But he doesn't really trust him in the family business. Yeah, that's true. To the point where he says never give him something in the family business. Yeah, never. You know, so what is, so he he must trust him enough where he's, has him, he allows him in the orbit of the family, mm-hmm. but he mm-hmm. doesn't trust him enough to actually give him any inside information. You yeah. think if he didn't trust him at all, he'd be like, you know... Oh, if Carlo had a little accident mm-hmm. with the, you know, cannoli. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah. So what else happened? Interesting. What else happened after the wedding? Uh, there's a, we're back to one of my favorite characters, Amerigo Bonacera. Ah, uh-huh. the, the uh, corpse valet. <laughs> yes. So this is after the wedding. Amerigo Bonacera had a terrible nightmare. This is the night of the wedding. In his dreams, <laughs> he saw Don Corleone in peaked cap overalls and heavy gloves unloading bullet-riddled corpses in front of his funeral parlor and shouting, Remember, Amerigo, not a word to anyone, and bury them quickly. Wow. He groaned so loud and long in his sleep that his wife shook him awake. Eh, what a man you are, she grumbled, to have a nightmare only after a wedding. Wait, to have a nightmare only after a wedding? Hmm. Well, yeah, and she's so he was nervous about. He's he knows he has suspects that his he's going to repay this debt, and it see, won't be pretty. Again, going back to what we've been discussing about whether mm-hmm. or not we would get in with the mob, like that's his job is to take care of bodies. So yeah, I could, if I had true. a job that would be useful to the mafia, I feel like I'd be less mm-hmm. inclined to because you know, especially well, for double like cr- crimes, you know, like. But couldn't there be a favor? Don Corleone asked you. That involved your skill, which is drawing and podcasting, that could lead to some pretty serious consequences. Well, like I, you drawing goofy pictures of Barzini and Tatalia, and oh, he would be, you'd, you'd be on their death list. Oh, I totally want to do the, the caricature <laughs> of, of Tatalia with the big head. You'd have like a pimp, pimp jacket on. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Barzini would be ripping up a photo with yeah. his. Uh, <laughs> well, I would draw Barzini and then he would riff it up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Barzini would have a shirt with a, 
communist communism and then an invigatory bracket, oh, you know, and probably like no communism. <laughs> total. <laughs> Every reference in the <laughs> Oh, oh, Mo Green. He, what would Mo Green look like? You're drawing a Mo Green. Oh, well, I have to think it would be. Well, you could do two versions. You could either do a caricature, big head Mo Green, uh, either with his eyes shot out, yeah, on the massage table, or you could draw big headed Mo Green slapping Fredo. Oh, yeah, like a like a little. <laughs> it depends on which Mo Green you want to uh, you want to do. Oh man, doing a character Fredo. That's that's probably pretty easy, right? Yeah, you assume so. I guess if you to capture as much as possible, you'd have to have Mo Green slapping Fredo while he's having sex with cocktail waitresses. Two at a time. Yeah. <laughs> at the entrance to yeah. Fredo's Mickey Mouse nightclub. And you'd have to show a a player at a table being like, waitress, waitress. Because <laughs> he wants his drink. Getting getting drink, drink. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I want to commission you to do this, to do one Godfather <laughs> oh. drawing. Oh, I don't know if I should do this, because then I'll be in your, you'll, I'll owe you a favor. So. Uh, I'll have you over for coffee. That's all. Oh, okay. All. Put it that way. But it would be a good challenge for you to see how many characters you could fit in yeah. with their iconic lines or scenes all ge- uh, gelled together. All right. So you have. Is what you <laughs> should have. we say this for a bonus episode? Oh, maybe we should say this for a bonus episode. <laughs> or at least a moment that has Freddy or Al okay. or, uh, or, right. or, or him in it. Uh, Let's stick it in a bonus Mo episode. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> So, um, so yeah. that's interesting. So, Bonacera is worried that uh, Corleone's gonna, and that happened earlier in the book, worried that he's gonna call on him and use his funeral parlor to hide dead bodies. Yeah, basically to launder dead bodies. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. If you're, I guess Bonacera believes in America, so he yeah. doesn't want to. Uh, yeah, he's law abiding. Yeah, and he knows he can get into big trouble. It's funny all the different stories you could tell. Like, you could do a whole separate story about Bonacera and like all the. But like the like Sonny showing up with like six bodies and like don't tell anyone you know like all these like oh this put upon uh, backdoor pilot backdoor yeah in this case literal because they're bringing in the bodies in the backdoor <laughs> oh my gosh has there ever been a pilot a comedy uh, sitcom centered around a funeral home too dark oh uh, six feet under yeah it's like a comedy it's, it's more like done. A, a, yeah it's true it's been it's done been done but it'd be better if if Bonacera was the main character and every time. Every time the bodies come in, it's like every time I try to get out of this business, every time I try to get out of this business, <laughs> they bring me more bullet riddled bodies. It'd be the kind of thing where like Bonus Era's boss was coming and then he'd have to stuff like all these bodies in the closet <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. Oh, dear. Look at what they did to my boy. <laughs> Do you think that did we talk about this? Does Bonus Era work for Barzini and Tatalia? Does he, do they bring him bodies too? I. Don't imagine. No. Well, I mean, unless, unless they've done favors for him. Yeah. I mean, how many times does his daughter get? To, I see. No, I don't think so. Because I think if that was true, then he would he would have taken this problem to Barzini or to unless he wasn't satisfied oh, with their service it, in the past. Yeah. Like, you know what? I asked them to rough up that guy. He's walking around the next day like it's nothing. <laughs> this is gonna well, like come a, on, a Larry David mafia. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's all you did. <laughs> He's all like ungrateful. Yeah. Um, so anything else for minute 27? No, I do have one mm-hmm. other deleted scene uh, that has to do with when they go to visit the previous consigliere. Oh, Jenko. Jenko Gen- Abandando. But we could say that for the next minute. Yeah. Do we have, do we, do you, um, 
I say we talk about that. I don't know if this next minute is very transitional between yeah, just going. Say so that let's say the Jenko. Yeah. The Jenko. Yeah, scene there's some interesting our, stuff. Yes, yeah, so our first meaty uh, mm-hmm. deleted scene. And I have an extra special surprise for you for next minute. What? What is yeah, it? Yeah, for you and our listeners. Hmm. What is it? You'll have to wait till the next episode. <sighs> All right. So, uh, well, so now we have to rate this minute. Mm-hmm. The, the iconic photo you see that in a lot of a lot of promotional it is uh, media a, for the Godfather. Yeah, like a uh, still, uh, but not a lot happens. Yeah, um, other than Don Corleone um, dances with Connie. We didn't really talk about that, but yeah. that ends the wedding scene. So technically, Marlon Brando is oh, in it. Yeah, he does. Just say something too. What's mm-hmm. he saying? He says, "Oh, can I can oh, finally enjoy my daughter's wedding." wedding. Mm, it's true. I'm gonna go three. I was just gonna say I'm gonna give it three. Yeah. Yeah, uh, three. Yeah, just so, uh, yeah. you know, just, they can't all be five. Mm-hmm. I do want to point out it is the pinnacle, I think, of sort of happiness for the family or the... Yeah, that's before true. Michael, before the Michael Corleone mm-hmm. uh, era, it's probably the golden age of the the Don Corleone yeah, era. Yeah, so it's, it's the, the storm clouds are coming. I would say, mm-hmm. I guess I would say the Michael Corleone um, era... I never think of it as being like happy. Yeah. Because, you know, right from the bat, you got Sunny dead. You got, uh, um, you know, this like, Tra- family tension. Traitors, know. the whole war with the other yeah, families. I mean, too. When things pick up, although I guess that is like 10 years later or something. So, uh, I mean, you could argue that when they're in Lake Tahoe, that things are stable and they're happy, although not because then no, you have I mean, all the Hyman Roth stuff. Yeah, and plus, like, there's all the scenes, the scenes, the contrast between this scene and that and the uh, the wedding scene versus the uh, communion scene mm-hmm. is that uh, in this one, Don Corleone is clearly the king. People yeah. are coming count to him. He's giving mm-hmm. out favors. He likes to do favors. Mm-hmm. And uh, But in the communion... Like he's talking to the politician, the politician, you know, uh, Senator Geary's all like, uh, you yeah. know, sneering at him. Mm-hmm. And then you have the uh, Connie all fighting and his, her son got picked up in Reno yeah. uh, for, uh, for what was the charge? Do you remember? For, uh, uh, like auto uh, theft. Or no, something? it was a small time. It was a small, uh, like shoplifting. I got the impression. A small, oh, yeah. petty, petty theft. Petty theft. Yeah. There you go. And then you have, um, okay. Frankie Five Angels coming and being all yeah. like, this got me waiting down the and all that stuff. It's so, great that that's his complaint you bring up. <laughs> <laughs> On K, too. The problems with K. Yeah. And then yeah. Fredo's wife's all drunk. And then yeah. don't marry an Italian. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, there's, so it's it's like the same kind of, oh, it's a pleasant family thing. But there's like yeah. tension underneath it that yeah. is like. Uh, it would really stink to be the head of a crime family. Having to deal with all this stuff. All this nonsense. Right? Yeah. I think you have to be kind of like built. For, you have to have that kind of mindset. Yeah. I think if you regard it as a pain in the butt, then you won't, you yeah. wouldn't do it. You'd just be a mid-level, you'd be like a Tessio or a, you know. Yeah. So, although you probably also have to, well, I remember when I worked at a bookstore one time and mm-hmm. uh, they offered, they said, oh, would you want to consider being a manager? And I didn't want to be the manager because mm-hmm. I was like, if I be the manager, then I'm going to have this job of like, this is the career track yeah, to work yeah. at the bookstore for the uh-huh. rest of my life. And I didn't want to do that. Yeah. So I purposely said, oh, no, you know what? I don't want that. Yeah. I think they didn't like that. So mm-hmm. I wonder if it's a similar thing where if like Don Corleone goes to Tessio and says, Tessio, I want to, I want to make you give you more, more things to control. And Tessio's like, I'm all right, Godfather. Like, <laughs> like I don't think you can do I that. Don't know. I don't you know. think you can do that. So, but I also uh, got the, I get the impression that everyone 
in the family and who are in the crews, they all want to move up because you make more money. Oh, yeah, sure. I don't get the impression that anyone wants to stay a button man or soldier. <laughs> button man, I like that. You're losing the lingo. Yeah, uh, yeah I think that's probably yeah. true. Um, oh, okay. yeah, because like even like Tessio, the example you gave, he... Instead of staying and working for Michael, he tries to it's move the up smart in the move. world. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was always smarter. Yeah, and it's probably also an honor thing too, because if you're mm-hmm. in the mafia, you don't want to be like the the Stugats, who's all like, "Oh no, I'll just stay here as a button man." You know, they're like, <laughs> "Look at that, that loser." You know what I mean? It's like yeah. a, literally a killer be killed, doggy dog. So, what if you were in the family? What at what place would you want to be? Hmm. I feel like I'd want to be like. A captain, a, cap- like a, a capo de regime, a yeah, uh, capo regime, a Tessio or a, a Tessio, Clemenza, a, Clemenza, a, um, a Frankie Five Angels. Yeah. Uh, is Frankie Five Angels under Clemenza and does he get promoted after Clemenza dies or were they just equals? Mm, I don't know. We're going to look when they have that chart showing mm-hmm. the whole the whole family. Yeah, <laughs> the organization we're going to look Oh, and Godfather 2? Yeah, and Godfather 2. During the they Senate show, hearings? Yeah, the whole uh, hierarchy yeah. of uh, people. So uh, Yeah, I don't know where Frankie Five Angels, where his uh, where he comes into play. My f- impression was he moved up just like the others, and when Clemenza he took over died, he took his job. Oh, he, he took he over the up. house, too, right? Yeah. Because yeah. cl- the, the house that they're in now was Clemenza's house, and then Frankie yeah. Antangeli. Frankie, I was always glad that this house didn't go to strangers. Where so, my children sleep. <laughs> play with their toys. <laughs> All right, so that wraps up Minute 27. Yep. Uh, hey, guess what? We're on Twitter, at Godfather Minute. Really? Yeah, Twitter. Awesome. It's very, uh, very modern. Cool. And uh, we're very modern. We're very we're <laughs> cool and with it. So at Godfather, at the Godfather Minute, you can follow us there. And um, we don't say this enough, but we have an official Godfather Minute t-shirt. We do. Which you can get by going to StarWarsMinute.com slash merch. We haven't set up our, it's part of the Star Wars Minute shirt collection, um, just for the ease of, you know, rather than having to set up a whole separate store for one mm-hmm. shirt. So uh, check it out if you want to get a Godfather Minute t-shirt with our classy logo with a kitty cat on it would you say that our po- our podcast the godfather minute is a spin-off of the star wars minute or a back was it a backdoor pilot no no i would say it's 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 a uh a subsidiary i'd say it's like a like i'm trying to think of if because this is like a solo project mm-hmm. but i'm trying to think of a musical oh, thing where yeah. a, someone's in a band but then they also have a side band yeah. with a different it's like brian wilson's uh, smile album no, no, because Brian Wilson was still a part of the. It would be like if, um, like if uh, Wing, if Paul McCartney, if, if the Beatles are still together, but Paul McCartney also had a Wings, was oh, doing Wings albums on the side. Yeah. Got it, yeah, because because you know it's similar. Mm-hmm. The only mm-hmm. thing I think of is Genesis, because like Phil yeah. Collins has his solo thing, but then he's also was at Genesis. Yeah, so it's a similar. Kind okay, of, but uh, not a perfect thing because he wasn't in two different bands. Yeah, there must be somebody. If you know, give us a call. Yeah. Uh, all right, so um, and we'll be waiting for your call, but until then, take, take the, the gun, gun and leave the, the cannoli. cannoli.